a client that we just started working with. They had moved uh, a couple years ago from you know a, a very large house into a small house uh-huh. into a, another neighborhood. Even though the mortgage was was less, they moved into a county where the taxes were higher. They moved into a neighborhood where there was an association, homeowner association fee, and then they had a surtax. So now all of a sudden they were paying $600 a month more. And that's not the only case we, you know, we keep hearing about this over and over again. So when we're talking about a pitfall, you're doing things for the right reason and you know, you're, you're trying to make the best decision possible. But again, you know, these are things that you just don't think about. It's the Retirement Trainer with Ed Sedell, a podcast about helping you find ways to become financially fit for your future, no matter what kind of shape you're in now. I'm Heather Branch, and on the show today, Retirement Pitfalls. Your retirement is a time to rest and relax with family and friends, maybe even finally get around to that hobby you'd always wanted to pick up. These are the golden years, or are they? Unfortunately, many Americans don't have the retirement they dreamed of because of difficulties they did not anticipate. What are some of the most common that we don't see coming and what can we do to stop them? Ed Siddell, the retirement trainer, is here to help you push through these pitfalls. Hi, Ed. Good morning, Heather. How are you? Doing good and glad that we get to continue to have this conversation where we help people get a a better understanding of the future ahead because it should be something that we look forward to. But a lot of times that landscape changes out of the blue. Yeah, you know, and and it's even topics that a lot of people just don't think about until it it starts to happen to them. And they're like, you know what? I I never knew anything about it. That's the thing about, I think, this idea of the pitfall, because we all go, you know, we go through life. We get used to the idea of encountering challenges we didn't anticipate between jobs and marriage and kids. So we assume that by the time we get to the age of retirement that we have, you know, planned and saved and done all these things that we are done with those kind of unavoidable errors that we didn't see coming. But that's actually, I, I, you know, let me take a step back and correct myself because pitfalls are different than mistakes. Yeah, they are. It's just, um, you know, we just don't know what we don't know. So Mm -hmm. we we're doing what we think is going to be in our best interest. But, um, uh, you know, it it winds up hurting us in the long run. And that's that's the problem. Okay, so we want to talk today about some of the more common retirement pitfalls that people didn't see coming despite, you know, we all, we read the list where retirement stakes to avoid. We've even done a podcast on that. One of our previous episodes, things to consider, things to remember, but pitfalls, like I said, are different. They kind of pop up out of the blue. Maybe they're different for other people than some, but there Mm -hmm. are some common ones that you have seen in your experience. So I think downsizing is where we wanted to start. Yeah. You know, downsizing, you know, being an empty nester and okay, so what's that next stage of our, uh, of our life? And look, we're, we're in this huge house, you know, it's uh, however many bedrooms and bathrooms, and I really don't want to do the, the upkeep on the yard. So let's go ahead and, and downsize. So, you know, they, they find an area where they, they want to move, they sell their house and, and move into a, a home that's much smaller and easier to take care of. But, you know, again, they, the research, you know, understanding all the hidden fees and taxes and, and cost, you know, we, we see it uh, quite a bit, which is why I wanted to talk about it today, right. where people wind up paying more 
for their new house when they downsize for you know um, half the size of the house than they they would have if they had stayed in in their old house so doing the research is so important we had uh, a client that we just started working with and they had moved uh, a couple years ago from you know a, a very large house into a small house uh-huh. into a, another neighborhood mm-hmm. and it was less than half the size. And okay. as we were going through it, they said, yeah, you know, it was probably one of those mistakes that, you know, we wish we hadn't made, you know, uh, the, buying the, the smaller house and moving buying into the it. smaller house, because huh. even though the mortgage was was less mm-hmm. because they, they used a, a lot of the, the equity in the old house for the, the down payment and mm-hmm. it was going to be paid off in a couple of years. The mm-hmm. problem is, is that. They moved into a county where the taxes were higher. Mm-hmm. They moved into a neighborhood where there was an association, a homeowner association fee, mm-hmm. and a neighborhood fee, mm-hmm. right? And then they had a surtax on the property value. So now all of a sudden they were paying $600 a month more per month than what they were paying in the much larger house. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. And it's, you know, and that's not the only case we, you know, we keep hearing about this over and over again. So when we're talking about, you know, a pitfall, you're doing things for the right reason and, you know, you're, you're trying to make the best decision possible. But again, you know, these are things that you just don't think about that no one would have thought about. And honestly, in this particular area, who would have thought other than your homeowner association Mm -hmm. that there were two other hidden fees and taxes that were each a couple hundred dollars a month? Well, that's what I was going to ask. You said there was a homeowner's association in this particular case. There was a homeowner's association and then also a neighborhood fee. What's the difference? Exactly. You know, so, yeah, you have a HOA fee, you have a neighborhood fee, and then you had a uh, a surtax on, on the property. It's just unbelievable how expensive it is in certain areas. So, you know, making sure that when you downsize, you're going to the area that you want to live in, do the research. Because here, you know, we've got three counties uh, right next to each other. And depending on which county you're in, the one county in in the same neighborhood, Mm -hmm. right next to each other, one house next to the other, Mm -hmm. uh, the taxes could be 30 to 40% cheaper. Wow. Just literally, you walk across the front lawn? Yeah. Yeah. Next door, next door for a cookout and it's cheaper. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. Where do we go to find out though? If something, okay. So somebody says, I want to downsize. I know that I want a smaller home. I want no stairs. I really like this one neighborhood. I've had my eye on that one neighborhood. So where does the person begin then to discover the actual cost with downsizing? Do you go to that neighborhood homeowners association? Do you go to a realtor? Do we come to you a fiduciary? Where do we begin? Yeah, you know, hopefully your advisor has has a list of the steps to do, but you know, your real estate agent, you know, these are the questions that you should ask. Okay, so what are all the fees? When was the last time the property taxes were assessed? You know, are there any other additional assessments on on the property? What's the HOA fee? Can it go up and how much is it allowed to go up? What am I responsible for? And these are the things that going into, you know, eyes wide open, right? Mhm. If I know going in that, you know, these fees are not going to be fixed, what could they go up to? And am I comfortable with that? Right. Another pitfall is when, so I grew up in Florida, mm-hmm. right? And so my, my folks are still down there. And a lot of people say, I am done with the gray days here in Ohio and in mm-hmm. the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I want some sunshine. 
So, so they moved to Florida. Right. Well, you know, they moved to Florida, which is great because it's warmer, it's more comfortable. Um, usually, uh, Iran's single story, so there, there's no stairs, so mm -hmm. it's you know a, a lot safer. Mm -hmm. But they they're moving away from their family. Right. Right. So now, all of a sudden, when you hit that stage of life, and we talked about long term care uh, before who's going to take care of you and what happens, you know, it's not just, you know, if, but when that time happens. Mm -hmm. So you have all these other expenses that you're really not anticipating on. Now you've sold your house, you know, hopefully you got a good deal. You use the equity in your old home to buy the new home. So you don't have the mortgage, but you have your taxes and your homeowner association, but healthcare costs, we talk about it all, all the time, how expensive healthcare costs are. And then Add that to, you know, long-term care costs. Who's going to help you? So that's probably another really big pitfall uh, when it comes to downsizing. Would you say that's one of the pitfalls that I've also read more about is the idea of empty nesting. Does that parlay into that concept? It does. It does. There are a lot of communities, uh, whether, you know, throughout the, the, the Midwest and Arizona and Florida that really cater to uh, the empty nesters mm -hmm. and in the downsizing community, but still, you know, when you remove yourself away from family, you know, and going through it ourselves, you know, with, with my parents, it adds a lot of stress, both uh, mentally and, and emotionally, as well as financially on, on the families, if you're not prepared. For both sides, because I know For both that sides, I'm, all sides. Right. And I'm grateful. My sister lives in the same neighborhood as my mom and dad. And I, my husband and I live four miles down the road. My mom fell and um, ripped her rotator cuff about three years ago. So every morning on my way to work, I was able to swing by her house and help her fix her hair and make sure that she cut her clothes on straight. And I, she kept saying, I'm so sorry to burden you with this. And I kept saying, I am so glad that I live where I do. Yeah. And then I'm, I can help you with this because it would have been far more stressful <laughs> for me if I lived, you know, in Virginia or wherever, many states from where she was. And, and that's something to consider as well. I think that I, I get the idea of wanting to have this dream life, living the, you know, the, the relaxed life in Florida or maybe moving to Phoenix, get out of the cold weather, great. But if you're moving far away from your family, you need to have that conversation with them because it's stressful on your kids as well. It is, you know, communication is is paramount. It's so important so that everyone's on the same page. You know, our kids, we talk about it all the time with our three boys. All right, be prepared. We're moving close because mm -hmm. <laughs> wherever you guys are, we're going to follow you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and not so much to haunt, maybe me a little bit, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know, seeing firsthand, you know, with, with my parents, you know, my, my wife's parents are really close by, her whole family's close by. And, and so, you know, it's a network of people helping each other when that time comes. And, and it does, you know, you, you need that support system, that, that support group. So on that subject matter of communication, the idea of talking with your families, planning for the empty nest syndrome, because it's more than just a financial one, it's a mental one as well. That's something else that I, I read this article, this gentleman wrote on Forbes, it was published about five retirement pitfalls you'll want to avoid. And one point that he made mention of really surprised me. He It's called lack of permission. And he was going through this subject matter about how people get to this phase of life, they finally have money and they, they, have, they sit there waiting for somebody to tell them it's okay to spend it. And he, Crazy. it's, and I know that that's something that you've experienced as well. It's like, you've worked so hard for this and, and now maybe you're suffering or you're shorting yourself of a life that you deserve because you're waiting for somebody to tell you that you can do this. Yeah. You know, a, again, the secret is it's your money, right? right. I mean, it, it's yours and nobody cares about your money more than you do. So 
the whole purpose of an advisor is not to tell you what you should or what you can and can't do is to give you the options based on saying, okay, look, we want to downsize. We're looking at empty nesting. We're looking at moving here, looking there. You know, what is the impact that that's going to have on us? Because the ultimate goal, the number one concern for baby boomers is not running out of money. So can I enjoy life in retirement, be in the shape that I want to be in all the way through and not run out of money? and do the downsizing, live in the place that I want to live. So it's not about, hey, um, can I have money to go do this? No, it's, <laughs> all right, this is my money. Um, how long I'm is gonna it going to last? I'm going to take this money that, I, that yeah, I worked for right? and I earned, and I'm going to do what I want with it. Within response, I think maybe that's the, where people get nervous, right? They, they think yeah, they need to be told yeah. it's okay because they don't want to mess up. Well, that's exactly it. You know, it's, it's, boy, if I do this, you know, is it, am I going to run out of money? Now that's okay. Not, and instead of, can I have, uh, you know, whatever, you know, $5,000 take this house. cruise. Yeah. 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 It's, it's not about permission. It's, uh, it's again, it's your money. So just making sure that when you spend it, um, doing what you want to do, that, uh, the money's going to last and that all goes with the, having the right plan in place keeping these pitfalls in mind, like you were saying before, yep. I think you painted mm -hmm. it well, is that we can all work hard to avoid mistakes. These pitfalls are really situations that you were making efforts to avoid and sometimes they still happen. So what is it that you do to help folks figure these kinds of situations out? And, and what should we expect from, you know, advisors and fiduciaries in these kinds of situations? Yeah, you know, for, for us, it's the retirement plan process. For us, it's, we call it the retirement fitness plan. And it, it's a process, you know, step by step, five steps. And what it does is tells you exactly where you're at and shows you mathematically, you know, how long your, your, your money should last you based on what your lifestyle is and, and what you want to do. And again, what that means is, you know, at the end of the day, you can rest easy at night knowing that uh, you're not going to run out of money. Your money is going to last for as long as you do. Planning helps to prevent the pitfalls. <laughs> Yes. That Prior is, proper planning prevents pitfalls. What is it with the P's? It's like a whole phenomenon, yeah, isn't, isn't it? it? Say that fast three times, right? <laughs> no, I can't. I'm going to leave that to you. <laughs> You're the fancy and fast talker. That retirement fitness plan is one that Ed actually wrote himself, Five Steps, to help you get forward to that place that you want to be in your retirement, help you avoid these pitfalls, help you avoid the mistakes, help you feel better about the plans that you're making, egsifinancial.com. That's where you can go to learn more about the retirement yes, fitness plan and also find ways to contact Ed, the retirement trainer himself. Thank you so much for all of this information. Really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Heather. You've been listening to The Retirement Trainer with me, Ed Siddell. If you like what you heard, please share it with your friends and family. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts where you can subscribe, rate, and review this show. Got a retirement question? Send me an email to ed at egsifinancial.com. You can also learn more about us at egsifinancial.com. Join me next week for more retirement training. Thanks for listening. Edward Siddell is an investment advisor representative of EGSI Investment Management, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. EGSI Financial Services, Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the 
financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Edward Siddell, NPN Insurance License Number 359-6278.